Welcome to another episode of the Interesting People Podcast. Patrick Haynes here with Mark Traeger, the Director of Development for Hartley House. How's it going, Mark? It is absolutely going incredibly well. So, Mark, if people aren't familiar with Hartley House, what is the basic idea of that organization? You know, the history of Hartley House goes back almost 40 years. In 2019, we will be 40 years old. And all that time, we have been looking to make a difference in the community of Frederick by providing comprehensive services to victims and survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse. You said 40 years. How did yeah, it get its well, start? Thanks a lot, Pat. That's, that's great. The, <laughs> <laughs> well, back in 1977, the Junior Women's Club of Frederick investigated the problem of spousal abuse in Frederick County. At that time, there were no agencies in the county that dealt directly with problems of domestic violence, rape, and or sexual assault, and few had ever dealt with them indirectly. So the club members demonstrated that domestic violence, rape, and sexual assault existed in our community by compiling statistics for the local police department of social services and other service agencies. As a result, a year later, in 1978, the Frederick County Task Force on Battered Spouses was established. And the task force solicited community support in developing a program to meet the previously unrecognized needs of physical and sexually abused citizens. And that became incorporated as a 501c3, which is a nonprofit status by IRS. And an advisory board was built called for Battered Spouses, Inc. And then in 1985 to Hartley House. Really? So That's it was, our it was, it was yeah. rebranded to Hartley House. It made a little more sense in a abuse, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a little more welcoming in that kind of case. It only took a year of data to prove to people that this was an issue then. And gathering data is a challenge because of the trauma that goes along with domestic violence or abuse. If anyone has ever had that in their family, you know, when I was growing up, it was called discipline. In reality, it really was uh, abuse from all intents and purposes. Well, I guess one of the challenges that you guys probably face is you can call it a paradigm shift. You can change people's minds of not ignoring or letting people know that it is okay to come forward, that it's not okay to let that happen, right? Oh, absolutely. We can't heal ourselves until we, number one, accept the fact that we are being abused or in a a very challenging situation. And the next step is being able to get uh, professional help to help us walk out of that arena of cloudliness in, in our lives into an area where there's more light, so to speak. Mm. You know, a lot of times people feel very guilty mm-hmm. about the fact that they've been abused, and many times people feel that it's their fault. Mm. You know, there is a real cycle to it all. And just to give you an example, one in four women are going to be abused in their lifetime, whereas one in six men will be abused in their lifetime. So men are not off the charts on that one. Mm-hmm. You know, we are part of the process as well. Oh, my goodness. How can people reach out to Hartley House? Is it through phone, web? Well, the best way to do that is to uh, make a phone call to our 24-hour hotline, 301-662-8800, at which time uh, it is highly confidential. Everything we do at Hartley House is confidential. Even our facility is confidential. That is, our survivors can feel comfortable and safe coming to Hartley House knowing that their perpetrators are not going to find them and put them back in the same situation. Situation again. We have a post office box, of course, but you can reach us at 24 hour hotline 301 662 8800. If one is on a situation where they are either on a computer or on a phone, they can immediately get off if the perpetrator is in their same room so that that is not a, a challenge for the person making the call. But that's mm-hmm. the first step. Make the phone call. At that time, we will evaluate the situation of the caller to determine, one, whether there is a lethal aspect to it. We do a, a lethality check. And interestingly, 
out of a thousand calls, 87% of the callers are in a situation where they can be murdered or physically harmed. 87%? 87% of the callers, yeah, by doing a lethality check. So it's a very serious situation where they have to immediately get out of their situation. We do have crisis counseling. We do have an emergency residential services that we offer. We also have mm-hmm. legal help for creating protective orders. And in many cases, if the situation is dire, we will have help in creating divorce uh, options as well. So with the legal thing, is that also at all levels of abuse? If someone's curious about where they can go or what they can turn to if they're being sexually harassed as well, is Hartley House an avenue for that? Absolutely it is. Certainly is, yes, indeed. It is the most comprehensive service available in Frederick County, the only comprehensive service in Frederick County. One of the uh, aspects we're really looking to do, Pat, is to expand our services mm-hmm. in a counseling way above and beyond outside of the Frederick area. Uh, a lot of our survivors do not have transportation available to them because that's one of the ways that their abuser controls. It is all about control. Yeah. You know, either I can control your money by not giving you any. I can control your transportation by not giving you availability of that. I can control you by threatening you. Mm. When I, if you have children, I can threaten your children. And if you have pets, I can threaten them. So that is the cycle that has to be broken. My goodness, yeah. That's got to be a real complicated process. It can be complicated, but we try and simplify it, you know, to make it easy and comfortable for, for individuals as we possibly can. How do you deal with someone that knows someone that's being abused and is trying to call for someone else's help? Do you need that exact person to call in? Should, should they be trying to convince people that they should be calling Hartley House, or do you guys take cries for help from that's a, a family member? That's a great question, and uh, it can work both ways. Of course, it's most important that the survivor or the one being abused is the one who actually will make a call. We can be alerted to that, but by legally, we're not allowed to go ahead and make that direct call until that person decides that they need to make that call. But I would encourage anyone who sees signs of that, whether it be bruising, whether it be emotional changes in an individual, or just socially not wanting to be a part of a group or anything along those lines. These are telltale signs. Don't confront them, but just have a conversation with them. And then Hartley House is certainly an option and a good option for people to make contact with. I guess also thinking of that, you may not want to take other calls because that could just be an abuser trying to find someone as well, right? Is that a security issue? It can be, yes. We do have filters by asking a lot of questions. That has been tried before, but they have not been able to get through. A perpetrator has not been able to get through to find out where their spouse may be. So thinking about how things have changed, you guys have Mm. nearly a 40-year history. Yeah. What role has technology really impacted with this. It's given us an opportunity to have another vehicle for people to get in touch with us. But there's nothing more important than the face-to-face, the actual person being on the phone with counselors on the first call. It's an opportunity for them to hear a quiet, comfortable voice, protective voice, and someone that has a history and a knowledge about how to help others. That's very, very, very important. Technology is is good in some areas, but when you're dealing on a one-on-one situation, it is not the best situation out there as well. And speaking of your website, I think one of the more chilling things that I discovered doing my research for this story is at the top of your website, if you go to the Hartley House website, it has an immediate warning that if you share your computer or the browser that you're on with your abuser, it immediately tells you to click there because it can clear your browsing history and reminds the person to use the phone call, call immediately. Don't wait. And that's that's chilling. Uh, yeah, it's chilling, but it's also a reality that goes on. But, you know, you did mention about technology, and we do find that people who are in the age range of somewhere between 14 and 20 are going to have a high incidence of sexual assault. And most people we know today are on iPhones. And so we are putting in process applications that they can utilize to get in touch with us. 
Oh, so okay. we are reaching out in that particular arena for millennials. Okay, good. So maybe there can be like a Hartley House app at some point that maybe that would be work. That would be wonderful. On a different note, I think for outreach and stuff like that, you guys are involved in a walk a mile in her shoes, right? Yeah, we just finished that. Actually, it uh, comes in uh, October, and we just finished it on October seventh. It was <laughs> it's actually a national program. Really? Uh, to create awareness about domestic violence. And in years past, it has encouraged men to walk in high heels to kind of get a sense of what it's like to be in another person's shoes, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, metaphorically, if you will. I hope I know what the word metaphorically means, but <laughs> I, I, hope, no, I hope that was the right word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, but this year we've changed it. It used to be uh, walk a mile in her shoes. Mm-hmm. Now we've changed that to walk a mile in their shoes. In their because shoes. Because trauma is... Uh, reacts to all genders. Mm. No one is immune from that. No, no class is immune from that, whether one has comes from a wealthy family or not. It doesn't matter whether one's a working family, a professional family. Abuse happens. Mm. It happens uh, all across the board. Are there no more high heels? What is the... <laughs> Oh, they they have the option. Okay, they, cool. they have the option to wear. <laughs> so someone could also still <laughs> yeah, be like but, sneakers. <laughs> uh, a lot of them uh, have uh, gone ahead and, and worn red tennis sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little more comfortable. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other outreach stuff do you guys have other than walk a mile? We have a breakaway 5K, which is coming up in March, and it's actually a run put on by one of the survivors that was helped at Hartley House. Oh, that's fantastic. This is something that she totally does on her own, and it's coming up in March. And I'm going to encourage folks to keep an eye out for our email blasts about that particular program. As Again, it's another way to make people aware of domestic abuse. We had ladies' night the other night. You guys were there, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was that was great. Yeah, thank you for not asking me to wear, wear a dress. Oh, the, so I appreciate that. Oddly enough, out of the two of us, I'm the one that's more likely going to be wearing a dress okay. in just a little while. <laughs> Charity leads you down interesting roads, friends. Charity leads you down they interesting say roads. Gets it home, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That was where the heart is. <laughs> People can catch me as Ms. Leukemia next year, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> as we did talk about trends and data and all that kind of stuff, with the data that you guys are getting, are you is Frederick getting what kind of changes or trends are we seeing in this kind of data? You know, Pat, I would love to tell you. I'd love to sit here and say next week we're out of business because mm. the whole program, the problems have ceased to exist. Unfortunately, this past year it went up twelve percent oh, as far as goodness. as far as victims are concerned. We saw over sixteen hundred survivors last year in counseling for our facility. That's a lot of people. Yeah. When you think of one out of four people in the Frederick County are susceptible to that particular challenge. We actually served 742 new domestic violence cases in that. That's created our 12% increase. And we served 59 medical accompaniments for forensics exams at Frederick Memorial Hospital. We have a 24-7, 365-day team that will accompany a victim mm-hmm. to the hospital in case of um, uh, attempted or actual completed rape to be there for them Mm. Uh, as a comforting to help them through that absolutely unbelievable trauma that they're going through at that time. It's good to know that you guys are also involved with FMH. And I guess another terrible part of that number, too, is in a lot of cases, it is a domestic issue. There's probably children involved. Are you guys working with other organizations to try and help out kids? Or what role does Hartley House play with the children? Yeah, in these well, situations? that's a great question. We, we do work with a number of different organizations in town. Mental Health Association for victims that have a, a mental health uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. As far as that's concerned, but we are not alone. We do work with other nonprofit organizations in reaching out to them. We have an outreach coordinator and volunteer coordinator who's been with us for four years, and her job is to take the story of Hartley House and the signs of potential violence in someone's life or assault to schools, churches, to 
community organizations and so forth, yeah. just to get the word out, to get people to understand what it is all involved with domestic violence. And she's done a tremendous job in getting awareness, which is very, very critical. Awareness is, is really important for people to understand what it really means to be a part of a domestic violence situation. If you're talking about outreach as well, are you guys looking for donations and volunteers? We are always looking for donations. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, a very large group of volunteers that work with us to collect these items. Someone can call in to us and we will respond with a list of the necessary items that we are looking for that are helpful. A lot of the survivors come out of a situation, immediately out of a situation, with just nothing in their hands except themselves and their children. We have clothing, we have shelter, we have food that we give them. And interestingly, none of our services have a cost to them. Really? Everything is free. Mm-hmm. That's really and important. Including the, our legal advice as well. My goodness. So we do rely heavily on donations. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, man. So what are you looking forward about 2018? What we're looking for is to make more people aware of what is happening in Frederick County. Mm. This is not, unfortunately, a uh, something that's going to go away. We'd like it to go away, but the more people that are aware of it, it can diminish to a great extent. Making more people aware of what to look for in situations that can benefit them Mm-hmm. in any way, that we are here for them 24-7, 365 days a week. We are an oasis in a sea of challenge for some people. Yeah. And so 2018, we are looking to create and bring together a lot of partners, corporate partners, individual partners, to help us with these challenges for our uh, citizens here in Frederick that need so much in so many ways. Well, thank you so much, Mark. People can find the Hartley House online on your website, Facebook, Twitter, most social medias as well. And of course, we'll keep that hotline number in mind. Thank you.